your hot seat. Remember the beginning of the movie The Matrix? It starts with Neo waking up in front of a computer, and the terminal says, Hello Neo, follow the white rabbit. It gives him the first clue to go into quite a rabbit hole, a whole new world outside of his knowledge. Well, Web3 might seem as intriguing as taking the red pill, but a lot of people don't have a Morpheus to guide them. Until the metagame. And what is the metagame? A massive online coordination game, an onboarding machine, a network of knowledge. It's a white rabbit tattoo on a website that you gotta follow to find your place in the space. One more thing you can do to find your place in Web3 is to follow and subscribe to the podcast as we continue to go deep into the rabbit hole. I leave you now with the Web3 Morpheus, Lewis Carroll's white rabbit himself, Peeth, founder of the Metagame. I'm going to give a brief intro to what is Metagame and why I started Metagame. So like going back to when I first joined the, the Web3 space and I saw all this cool technology, and I thought, oh shit, like this is the technology for building like new kinds of economies, the societies of the future. And like my mind was blown. And I thought everybody sees it that way, but then the deeper I got, and especially like with each uh, bull run, you know, that a lot of people join that they don't know like what the space is about, like they don't understand the real potential of the technology. All they know is that uh, they might make some money. And so you have this onboarding is not very good. So the people don't understand what, what this technology could be used for. And they only hear about the potential of making money and they don't like understand like they have a trouble discerning uh, scams from good projects and then this drive for profit makes uh, like the there's whole proliferation of scams and this altogether gives the whole space a bad name and uh, yeah i started metagame when i joined the the meta cartel DAO, which was having a problem with onboarding and i saw that like a lot of other DAOs have also the same problem with onboarding contributors and the ecosystem as a whole has the same problem with onboarding uh, people and contributors. Uh, So I started Metagame and I called it a massive online coordination game and I explained it as either like a real-life MMORPG or I explained it as an onboarding machine or I also explained it as a decentralized factory where the idea is really to uh, bring together all the the learning resources and uh, like cool uh, DAOs and really build this network of yeah like knowledge of people who could uh, contribute to projects and uh, like service DAOs and project DAOs and really make it as easy as possible for people to join the space to start their own projects to find whatever uh, service that they need for their own project and really uh, make it make the whole thing a lot easier so yeah metagame is meant to be this kind of a connective tissue for the web3 ecosystem so that's about it for the intro. And I'm going to just scroll through this uh, landing page, which basically just repeats what I just said. And I should have been scrolling while I was saying, because it's kind of a presentation, I guess. The problem, you know, the space is hard to navigate. And it explains all of that stuff and then what we do. But we'll get to that through the platform. And then you click join. So previously, when I was the last time here, Clicking this join button was taking people directly to create a profile, but now it's taking people to this onboarding game. So this was supposed to be instant, but doesn't matter. Oh, it it knows that I've been here before and it just took me to the end. And you get this like matrix uh, matrix uh, inspired uh, onboarding game, which is like a text based sort of choose your own adventure that uh, like depending on depending on your level of understanding. Of like if you're very new to web3 then it might tell you like 
the web three is and if you're uh, if you're already know your way around web three and like need help with your project then it might ask you like okay what kind of help do you need and then it sends you maybe uh, to gitcoin to create a grant or it sends you to some uh, uh, like it sends you to an investment DAO, or if you're looking for a for a project to contribute to it might send you to yeah projects that where you can either like get work or offer work and get the basic idea uh i know about web3 i'm here to learn about metagame okay and then it tells you about metagame and it tells you uh, how to play metagame okay and get this first nft and then you can join as a player which is like people who join by contributing you can join as a patron or you can join as a guild so there's this whole page for joining as a guild but it's, and it's like why it's useful and all of that but you already know that because you already are uh, listed as a guild in here so i will get to this as well to show you the profile i think most of you might not have seen it but let me get to this first so you join as a player okay switch to mainnet okay okay so you go through the onboarding game. Uh, so it tells you like uh, about these profiles, which are decentralized profiles built in ceramics for on ceramic for like people who want to work in the DAO space. You can read more about the profiles here. This was like, yeah, I've already shown you this. So this is what what I came about uh, last time to see if there's interest in Diorg to adopt these kind of profiles for your own uh, members directory inside Diorg. And then you connect the wallet. you define the name the bio and all the basic stuff the personality type skill uh, time availability role and other stuff you can set in here so it shows like uh, down memberships uh, the nfts you have and the whole idea is that uh, these profiles are really modular so we have very few basic blocks uh, like embedding the links or like uh, adding the text so really add whatever you want but the whole idea is that other projects and people can create custom blocks. So these can be really uh, whatever other integration for the profiles. It can be the other like uh, reputation protocols or it can be whatever other identity solutions. There's a bunch of ideas in here, uh, but really yeah, anybody can build whatever other integration. I have this as a custom block here and you can set a nice custom background. So see, for me, it's displaying a bunch more stuff than the profile that I've just created. The DAO memberships take a bit to load, but you get the point. And then onto the actual dashboard, and then on the dashboard, uh, the dashboard is like surfacing information about metagame. So like the latest content, uh, like the newsletter, the podcast, the YouTube videos. So it has the leaderboard, the token stats, the XP stats, the calendar. And here is the exact same idea of building these custom blocks. So like these custom blocks really on the dashboard, it can again be anything. So it can be like a simple RSS feed or it can be like a lens feed or a Farcaster feed. So we can be pulling in like proposals from the DAOs that you're a member of or tasks from the from like Dwork or Wonder Wonderverse or other bounty platforms. So that's the, the idea to like make it a, like bring in a bunch of other projects who are building these custom integrations and then so that people and projects can really customize the dashboard to their own needs to like uh, you might be a 
a DAO freelancer or you might be an investor in the space and or like an operator of the alpha DAO and really it's meant to be surfacing different kinds of information so like if I'm putting up quests then I might be interested in like having this uh, dashboard created quests so it's displaying like quests that I posted and then to display like info if anybody applied to complete these quests but I just realized that I skipped a very crucial part of like you create a profile so after you actually create a profile the next step uh, you are taken here and uh, here you have these onboarding paths so we have these uh, quest lines for getting onboarded this is like a, the engaged doctor one is like a general quest line i'm gonna show it that then explains like how so like you subscribe to the newsletter introduce yourself on the forum check check going on and join one of the calls and basically uh, tells you how to join the game and then you have this more like role specific path so like if you're a builder it will send you to github or if you're a designer it will send you to figma and yeah, you, you get the idea and this we are using this same technology that's called uh, quest chains which is actually the first DAO that was uh, incubated by meragi uh the playbooks and what we're calling the great houses so here we have like the house of DAOs and it had the similar format you have like all the info about uh, the DAO frameworks and inf infrastructure and examples and like more articles to read more uh, books and newsletters whatever and then it asks you like what did you discover or learn what did you find more use most useful so there's these questions that it asks you and it's same in the playbooks which are meant to be like these tutorials for doing things in the space but basically you complete these quest sequences and you get a soulbound nft which can then be used either to like uh, gate the community or it can be used as like uh, knowledge or skill attestation nfts and here i can also show you like the one of the basic like integrations was like just to show you the the idea of like we have our own questing system but we also have these like uh, the work boards directly integrated as well and that's the, the the whole point like the problem that we're tr trying to solve with this thing that we're calling the meta os you know how like the ecosystem is really fragmented across infinite different uh front end different like different websites for different tools and uh, like different uh, siloed communities and like this platform is really meant to bring these pieces together through these uh custom blocks and like yeah, it can be uh surfacing stuff from discord or like yeah, whatever other different uh, web three or web two tools and i think that's about it yeah that's about it what i wanted to show all right thank you so much for this walkthrough that was great um it has changed a lot since the beginning wow yeah, it, uh, I, I had been a while without seeing it, and and it looks so cool. It looks so great right now. All right, so I'm gonna do like a couple of questions uh, here, and then I'm gonna be giving word to the Diorc members. Maybe Andre, maybe you can you can start. Yeah, sure. So I think you uh, at the very end you touched upon this. I'm still one to ask you if you can articulate like in a phrase or uh, like shorter than a tweet. The actual value proposition of the platform, uh, the problem that you're solving, and how you actually uh, observed that problem. So the main problem they're trying to solve is uh, 
onboarding like to the ecosystem and then yeah the problem that we're solving for the individuals is just uh, having these clearer flows of like to learn the basics and then onboarding to different DAOs. So you've seen the the quest lines that you have for onboarding into metagame. And we are doing the same thing for other DAOs. And they can also integrate the same thing into their own websites using their own UI, because like the thing that it's that uh, it's built on is also completely decentralized. Uh, so really at the so the value proposition for for individuals is yeah get on board to the ecosystem and cool projects to contribute to discover like different earning opportunities so like either either like employment or just bounties and then the value proposition for projects is really access to the network so having a place another place where people can discover the project and create these onboarding flows into your project and then as the platform grows in in usage basically the the value proposition is kind of like network effect as a service because projects can integrate uh, their uh, themselves directly into the platform either through these custom blocks very basic profile just uh, you can visit your website and uh, find us on twitter but it's also like meant to be pulling in announcements from your discord server or like uh, your twitter feed or whatever other feed and they can also be pulled into the dashboard yeah that's the basic idea of like connecting people to projects and projects to people so projects to contributors or directly to adoption and uh, yeah just uniting all these uh, fragmented pieces through this uh, through this interface super cool thank you <laughs> i said it wasn't very twitter sized answer but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the name kind of gives you a clue right like it's called the meta game it's the game that sort of builds itself and it's it basically means that it dog foods itself on creating this onboarding experience, right? If you can create an onboarding experience to onboard people to build onboarding, that means that it's a good onboarding that can be reused for any other communities. Onboarding onto Web3 communities is actually one of the huge, huge problems because we're all of a sudden trying all these new forms of collaboration, all these DAOs, all of this more horizontal, more distributed, uh, less hierarchical, a lot more um, loosely, um, loosely comprehended than what the traditional organizations that, that we used to have. So um, we need new forms of organizing uh, these people. And what's the best way of doing it than um, by creating one of these loose organizations in order to create the tools that we need to organize ourselves loosely. That was also not very Twitter-like, but uh, but it's a little bit my understanding. Would you say that I'm on the right path? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, projects are onboarding people, even like onboarding workers and that might not know about uh, Web3. And this is like really created this uh, streamlined onboarding process from like, learning the very basics of web3 to like flowing through different projects directly through these onboarding paths or through the playbooks which are meant to teach you about how to do something so it can be like a either playbook or like 10 steps to get involved in the DAO space as a non-technical person or it can be like a, a how to use a coordinate for running your organization so it can be yeah about uh, anything really and then projects are also like uh, self-incentivized to create these uh, 
to create these resources because yeah, they create the resources and we send them the users. So that's uh, that's cool. We got a we got a question from Leo on this on this regard actually. Um, so when when it comes to the content, it seems that people can add to this content as well, or is it curated by some sort of team for from the the meta game team? Uh, so we can't directly uh, create content, but yeah, anybody who creates good content gets added on here. Say yeah, you can create uh, these pets that I talked about, like for the onboarding pets or playbooks. You can create uh, a quest line on quest chains. So that's kind of a separate project, but not really. I'm gonna just show you quickly. So this project was started by uh, people from Meta, and it's used specifically for creating these. Uh, onboarding paths or like micro courses where people complete these quest sequences and get uh, get nfts and so people can uh when when you create a, a quest line through here you have it available like through here like you have this engaged doctor path it's here but it's also accessible directly through metagame as i've shown you before and it can also be direct, like directly integrated into your own website using your own UI, and yeah, in the same way. But basically, if anybody can create these uh, playbooks, and then like yeah, put them inside MetaGame, and then we can put them on our website or publish through our newsletter, or they can just put it on their own website or keep it on quest chains. When you complete this quest you gain a badge or an nft right so another question from from leo is where are those badges or nfts the soul bound uh, nfts that you mentioned where are they minted on polygon but i think they also deployed on optimism now the future is multi-chain yeah so uh, going a little bit on the technical side, you mentioned that there are a few pieces that kind of load a little bit slowly, like the DAO memberships. Do you know, how do you query for for the memberships? What what type of query do you do? Are you fetching directly from a node, from an endpoint? I think we're using, the for DAO memberships, we're using uh, DAO houses subgraph on the graph. Right, okay, so you're using the graph for that, awesome. Yeah. What other pieces of infrastructure do you use in order to maintain the, the metagame? So the profiles are built on ceramics. So we're using that for the, the as an identity solution. The app itself is built uh, using React. So it is like front end with uh, Chakra UI. It's all written in uh, TypeScript. And uh, yeah, it's using uh, some bits that are hosted like on ceramic, but I think most of the web app is uh, hosted on Hasura, so using uh, GraphQL. And uh, Questchains is also on Ceramic, on IPFS, and I don't know what else is Questchains using. And then for running Metagame itself, like the the contribution side, we are also using uh, SourceCred and we're using Coordinate. Nice. Perfect. So what is the end vision? How do you see the Metagame being? What do you see the, what's the end form? Well, the end form is really having this whole decentralized society. So the, we have the memes that uh, like Metagame transitions to. So like from the beginning, Metagame was meant to be uh, played in three phases. So the first phase uh, called the seed phase or a decentralized factory, 
where the goal is to build this uh, network of uh, projects and uh, knowledge and the resources that people can access for building their own projects. Uh, the second one is called the web of opportunity, which is kind of playing off the <laughs> land of opportunity meme uh, by just having uh, all of that, all of what we have in phase one, except much more of everything. So many more opportunities for people to uh, learn and earn and then transitioning into phase three where the meme is uh, really the web of life and that's where we start connecting more with the real world and we actually already have a few physical locations in the network so yeah going uh, deeper on that really connecting more with uh, real world communities onboarding more places like eco villages and uh, yeah having this whole uh, regenerative ecosystem really yeah having a whole uh, alternative uh, socioeconomic system where people can move between this, uh, these real-life uh, locations and live completely in this uh, alternative economy. And yeah, it's a, so the, the general description is a massive online coordination game and that's what it's meant to be long-term, so a decentralized society, but yeah, meant to really help people level up in whatever way they want to level up and find meaningful projects to contribute to and that's geared toward, towards like yeah, regenerative projects. It's, it's expanding a little bit on the curation side. How do you keep your information relevant? And if there's like an mechan on-change mechanism to create or ban Quest, and how do you validate this truthful resource? Uh, for Quest specifically? Yeah, for Quest and also for information for each project, how do you guys validate it? It's a real organization, the, their values are that they're not a bad persons, stuff like that. And, right. how so to keep it, where... and how to keep it permissionless, because if you're talking about decentralized societies, it's a thin line between freedom of speech and Right, and yes, so we're not really permissionless, so that's one of the things that like we are not super strong on, like we believe in this, like building this, uh, in a highly curated way until we have proper mechanisms for allowing it to be non-curated. So right now, all of the projects that are uh, like, there's like 30 something projects that are members of Metagame. And with all of these projects, uh, I met people from these projects personally. And there's like connections between, the, there's more members who are either like members of both Metagame and that project. And with each project, we have the project come to our community call, talk about their project, introduce themselves, then we go to their community call. So there's this whole process of uh, onboarding a project to Metagame. And then in the long term, uh, the idea is to have projects stake. So like they would have to uh, buy some seeds and stake them. And then if they, so there will still be a creation process, but uh, there's also this, there would also be this mechanism where like if a project, uh, does something bad or like ruins the reputation of the project or turns out to be a scam or whatever, then their stake can be taken away. Awesome. Thank you. Fantastic insight as well into the tokenization of the ecosystem. Andre, I think you have a, a follow-up question on this. Yeah, sorry. So um, the reason why it's not permissionless, is it because you haven't yet designed the logical architecture for that, or is it just because you didn't get to code it yet, but you know how it would work? Uh, I would say it's a bit of both, but yeah, we just haven't focused on that side. But like in terms of metagame, the DAO itself, uh, it 
probably won't be permissionless in the same way that uh, the other DAOs are permissionless in the sense that you can just buy tokens and start voting. So like in the case of metagame, there's two types of participants and then like half of the voting power uh, belongs to contributors and the other half belongs to token holders. Uh, but then even the token holders can't really just buy tokens and start voting, but have to they have to buy tokens and they, they have to propose to join, explain why they want to join, and uh, they would either have to pledge those tokens somehow or, or stake them. So there won't like it. Uh, most likely, it won't be uh, yeah done in the same way that other DAOs do it, where you can just come in and buy yourself uh, in and start voting. All right. As the last question, I would like to ask you, uh, as an onboarding expert, you described the metagame as an onboarding machine. I think one of the biggest problems that we have in Web3 is onboarding. People might have a sense, a feeling that there's something exciting happening in the ecosystem, but they don't quite know. What do we need to build so it will be easier for people to be onboarded into the three ecosystem, into a decentralized world. I think at this point, we just need more curated resources. So either like collecting the resources from around the internet and bringing them like onto a single page or producing more educational resources. So we have the technologies up. We just need to uh, fill it up with a load of more Pets because right now you have all those onboarding pets that are metagame specific, but now yeah, we need to get a, a bunch of other projects to create their own project specific uh, pets and yeah, just to get other projects to create uh, uh, more onboarding content. So like right now we, uh, we started a collaboration with the DAO Research Collective and they're going to produce a playbook for how to make your DAO legal, I think. And we'll be, yeah, now that the, this is up, so this it hasn't been up for long actually and we finally found the person to be in charge of running the playbooks project so now it's about uh, reaching out to a lot of uh, people and projects and just trying to get people to create more of these uh, educational resources for helping people uh, join the space so you know like basic stuff that all people who have been in the DAO space know already like people who are joining the space have no idea like employment benefits or how to have healthcare they just need to be told oh there's this thing called opolis you can just go there and have that so there's a lot of uh, low-hanging fruit i think okay fantastic thank you so much Beef. that has been an excellent insights on the metagame one of the coolest and most meta projects in the space i think the work that you're doing to help people get into the space is amazing and um, i hope people take more and more the tools that you're building uh, and they incorporate them into their DAOs, into their communities and uh, and that your experience will will like, will spread around and, and will make them a lot more accessible. So thank you very awesome. much for coming. Thank you very much for having me. And then one last thing before I go, like obviously anybody is welcome to uh, come and uh, make playbooks. We will be paying people to do that. But I also want to invite you all to Metafest, and I sh just share the link in the in the town hall uh, chat. So there's this uh, uh, festival slash conference for Daoists and regions that we are organizing. It's going to be uh, this summer in August in Croatia. Mm -hmm.
and you're all welcome. I really can't wait to go. Um, that's going to be amazing. Awesome. Looking forward to it, man. Thanks a lot.